Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Big show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's hump day. Woo-woo! Hump day? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. I am coming at you from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton across the glass from me producing today. And of course, social distancing from Casa de Monson. The one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. Are you really coming at our listeners? Are you coming at them? Very fiercely. <laughs> okay. Coming at them. Yep. All right. Yep, very much. Uh, Going to be a, an aggressive day. You got an edge to you today? You, uh, Every day, Gordon. Is that a warning? Did you Every just day. warn everybody to get ready? Yeah, of course. Yeah, brace All yourselves. Right. Well, it's going to be right. one of those. Gordon's coming out swinging. No, I didn't come out swinging. You came out swinging. Uh, you know, uh, you know, coming at you in a in a Wolfman Jack kind of way. <laughs> hey, you cool cats! I'm coming at you. Uh, I'm just announcing my broadcast location, where I'm currently currently sitting, talking to you today. Is there a difference between coming at someone and coming to someone? Or, yeah, I don't know. It just sounded aggressive. You're really nitpicking my language here today, Gordon. No, I just thought uh, I was interpreting that you uh, that you have uh, an axe to grind today. Well, I I uh, I don't, but I am in control of my own destiny. So we'll see. Oh, here we go. We'll see how it goes today. We'll see how it goes, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Another beautiful day out there today. Uh, fall in Utah. It doesn't get much better than this. I think there's a high of seventy. 71 degrees today, sunshine, blue skies, and trees are changing colors, and I have a feeling uh, we're going to pay for this one day. <laughs> pay for what? For the absolutely spectacular weather we're having right now. It's going to be like minus 10 degrees in uh, three weeks. Okay. Now I misunderstood your language because you're like, uh, yeah, hey, all right. All right. Yeah, we're gonna pay. We 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 are. We're gonna pay. So this should is, we pretend like we don't like this weather, and is, it'll stay and around? And it will be okay. <laughs> it'll be minus five instead of minus ten. You know they sell the, boots and coats at the store. They do. So the weather will be coming at us. Oh, uh, get your nice. your uh, get your furnace tuned up. Call our, our friends at Action Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Keep your house warm. Yeah, yeah. We still gotta go outside. See, here's the thing. Cold weather is pain. Cold weather is pain because it hurts. It hurts. Does it not? It hurts. Are you to the uh, experience, not age, Gordon, where your thermostat is like 81? No. All the time? And you're still shivering? One, I have no control over my thermostat, (laughs) as most guys know. Uh, There are other powers that be in the house. That uh, determines such things. You lost that that control a long time ago. Huh? Oh, I lost the power. Oh, did I lose the power? But I've been blissfully married for thirty-eight years, so you know sometimes it's worth Gotta giving let, up a little power. Let the there. let let control go of the old thermostat, huh? <laughs> Sac- that, sa- sacrifices that a, you have to make. <laughs> that and a few other things, a but uh, well worth it, as you know. So uh so anyway, yeah. It's uh 
it's beautiful outside was my whole point. And we're fortunate to be able to experience that, you know, with all the other crappy things going on in our world. You know, it's funny. Uh, it's funny you say that um, because I sent an email. Well, actually, I didn't. My wife sent your wife an email uh, today because we, we knew that with her support, things would get kicked into motion. You better believe it. Yeah, you made, the, you made a wise choice. Right. However, I did. Uh, I did address the entire family with your previous request. I, I know you did. I, I know you did. And I, uh, we, I shouldn't say I, we greatly appreciate it. We love your family. You guys are great. Hey, can we talk can, about? Can, we, can if I if I say what we're talking about, do we have to give equal time to other? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, others? I don't think so. Uh, Naz actually asked uh, asked the people that if i could talk about it and they're like sure it's it's a non-political really election so i don't think i don't think they're overly worried about it but uh yeah my wife's running for mount olympus community council and so uh you guys live in the neighborhood and uh, are very popular and so uh, we we asked you to spread the word yeah anybody out there who uh, is in that uh territory then uh, you know Naz yeah. is, a, is a fine fine smart uh fair uh, woman of integrity. So there you go. And incredibly qualified, might, might I add. You know, it, we don't need to get too lost in the weeds on this, but she had to put out a, a little description to, to go in the Mill Creek <laughs> newsletter or whatever. And, uh -huh. and this this will tell you everything about my wife. She she put in, like, the, the whole paragraph was why she wanted to serve. Oh, and nice. she left out the part where she, you know, is a practicing attorney and very smart and has multiple degrees and all this stuff. And then I read her, her opponents, and all they're doing is just listing off how great they are. They don't even talk about why they want to serve. I was like, your idealism, you've got to tell them why you're qualified. Well, she needs I, a new campaign manager. I know. I'm really dropping the ball. That's another thing. I, I am not doing a very <laughs> Are you good the job. campaign manager? Yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, again, it's like a non-political election, so I, it's my way of being involved. She calls me that. But I, I really have done almost nothing. You know, I uh, read somewhere once that uh, the biggest reason that small businesses go out of business is because uh, whichever spouse is pushing the business, trying to establish the business, takes uh, the, the most advice from their spouse. That's the reason they fail so often. This is how bad a job that I, yeah, I don't know, Austin. I I, I followed that, Gordon, kind of. What? what was that uh, complicated? It, extremely. Uh, but this is this is how badly I'm doing. This is how bad I am at it. Uh, over the weekend, all of my immediate neighbors, you know, across the street. Uh, and next door, et cetera. All of our immediate neighbors, we ran into at some point in the weekend, you know, out doing stuff in the yard and stuff. And they all said, oh, hey, Naz, I, I voted for you. And, like, I haven't even alerted my neighbors, being the point. Like, they found out because they... <laughs> they read it somewhere. They read it somewhere. Like, I, I, I could have at least gone next door and said, <laughs> hey, just a heads up. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so why don't you get in your car and get a bullhorn or whatever and drive through the neighborhood shouting out to everybody that Naz is the right candidate for the job? It would <laughs> it would uh, it would be more effective than what I'm doing now, <laughs> which is a really bad job, okay. a really bad job. And I'm I'm a little worried uh, that because of uh, you know the the horrible awkward positions that you paint me in constantly that I might actually be a negative to her, like to her chances. <laughs> well, you know, one of those. Th thankfully for the entire neighborhood, she's the one that's running, not you. Right, right. By the way, I filled out my ballot uh, yesterday, and. Uh, Sealed it and it's ready to go. All right. Have you have you done so? No, I'm still up in the air on some stuff. Hmm. Uh, there's a lot of those. Uh, it's about those... time you get down to the ground. Uh, anyway, there's there's a lot of uh, those amendments state uh, to the state constitution on the ballot, and I don't. I want to be thoroughly informed to vote for those because that seems pretty important. So I've decided. Is there a tar and feather amendment? There's not a tar and nah. feather amendment. <laughs> then vote no on all of them. Uh, we 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 need to get organized on that. 
Uh, Austin, we gotta we gotta get a ground game going. When we gotta is get election that, day? We gotta get that on the ballot. Uh, what is it next? Is it the two? third? Yeah. yeah. Is two. it too late? Might yeah, be for this cycle. Might be for this Can't election. Really uh, do a cycle. right in tar and feather amendment? Can we? You know. No, I don't think so, and I don't think that's gonna fly. So anyhow, four right? more years of tarless and featherlessness. <laughs> Just tear. Well, maybe two. Okay. Oh, maybe two. Maybe yeah, we yeah. can get it done in two. Uh, so, I think. I so, think. If yeah, you're, I want to. If uh, you're gonna, if you're going to push for something like that, fellas, I think you need to experience it first yourselves. Why? Because I mean, I, I I don't have to go you... to I don't have to go to jail first to understand that that's a that's a <laughs> an adequate punishment. Well, it it might help you understand it a little better. So you can't have an opinion on prisons unless you've been there. Tar and feathering. Well, you're, I think, yeah, yeah. Well, but like, since when do you have to experience the punishments before they are a, a thing? See, I I agree with Gordon. I should be allowed to murder one person just to see if it's bad. Oh no, that's that's a little taking it too far. Oh, I'm just saying, Jake. Before you guys get behind this whole tar and feather thing, you need to know how painful it really is. Oh no, I, I don't agree with that take at all. Terrible take. Well then, how do you, how do you espouse something that you have no idea the severity of? Oh, you I have an vote. idea of the severity. Uh, you can yeah. vote no, Gordon. You can be yeah. soft. Say no. I, 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 it's very severe. That's the point. Soft on crime, Monson. <laughs> okay, hold on a second here. If you tar and feather somebody, I mean, how do you get that tar off? Not my it problem. Take, it, it takes a layer Not of my skin. Problem. Shouldn't have cut me off. And what's the feathers got to do with it? What, what, what is that all about? Insult to injury. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't create. I didn't create it. I just want to bring it back <laughs> okay. as an option. As an option. Is there any as other a deterrent? You know, for, is there any other medieval torture uh, devices you'd like to uh, uh, reintroduce? Are uh, they still making stockades? Uh, and tar and feathering is not medieval. No, it isn't. It's turn of the century ish. Uh huh. Actually, before then. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I don't think it originated a hundred years ago. I think it'd been around a while. Well, anyway, it was. It was. Bring back the rack. Yeah, effective. that's it. There's a great idea. Uh, <laughs> you're not uh, going against the HOA next month if the rack is an option. <laughs> Those daisies will be three and a half inches and nothing less. Man, you guys are. You guys are like anti. What snowflake? Is that what it is? I'm just. You, you, I, I'm not soft on crime like you are. I, you want to you toughen up America? Oh no! I just think that you know you you read stories from time to time and you think you know what that is so bad. <laughs> I wish that person tarred and feathered. That's all. I mean, hypothetically, if uh, Zoom calls and videos weren't uh, together, right? When they shouldn't be. A, a, a recent controversy. Yes. Yeah. You think tar and feathering was the appropriate measure for that individual? If well, it were an option, yeah. he would, they, whoever in this hypothetical, completely hypothetical, they would second think, maybe I might be tarred and feathered if I do this. I won't do it. <laughs> the yeah, offense will not that, happen that, wait, in the first place. Right. Yes. Does that, wait, whoa, does that really work? I, mean, oh, does yeah. really I work? don't know, but let's we gotta try it. we got to find out. <laughs> I mean, what do you guys... If somebody, if if someone steals a candy bar, you want to chop their fingers no, off? Was it no, my no, candy no. bar? And we're not oh. talking about chopping off appendages here. We're talking about specifically, yeah, peeling tar, your skin off its tar and feather, boiling yeah. skeleton. It, 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 I mean, that, that <laughs> that's going to leave uh, that's going to leave uh, uh, quite a indentation, uh, an impact on society. Yeah, that's the <laughs> idea. That that's the idea. Reform. Man, you know, I'm, I'm glad you guys aren't prison wardens. Well, how about this, Bernie Madoff? There's a there's there's a guy that was begging for a tar and feathering. If there had been on the law books an option, perhaps he thinks it through. Let's go, let's go back. Perhaps to Perhaps the Mets don't original, suck for thirty years. Your original example of uh, a certain person who happened to have his computer on during a Zoom meeting and uh, was uh, demonstrating certain behaviors. That may not have been appropriate for the setting. Uh, you think that that uh, should be uh, the p- penalty for that should be tar and feather. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a judge. I'm not handing out sentences. But it should be an option. But it should be on there <laughs> yeah. that this could be something that happens to you if you do this. <laughs> if this yeah, behavior happens. That- 
And you think that's going to stop all behaviors no. for which that, that punishment might be attached? No, it won't stop all of them. But the one it doesn't stop and they get tarred and feathered, all the others will likely not happen after that. They will listen. Yeah, but sometimes people make mistakes, you know? they make, That's uh, not they, what nope. that was. No. Nope. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was a crime. I'm, okay. I'm not, uh, before we get to sports, this is what I was worried about, by the way. I just got a tweet from Roxy. Uh, who says, I'm sure Jake Scott's wife is a wonderful woman, but let's not forget she married Jake Scott. Might need a little deeper examination before voting for someone like that. No, no. Exactly. No, that's what no, I was worried about. No, that's not it at all. Look at it. They're looking at it the wrong way. Think about the charity that is required. Think about the understanding that is absolutely necessary to nurse along uh, Jake Scott. That tells me that that is one compassionate woman. So my negatives are actually direct positives for her. For her, yeah, yeah. because she she was able to she deals uh, with it. Overlook that and then deal with it. I yeah, see. Exactly. Okay. Well, that's a good way to play it, Gordon. That's, that's a good maybe, spin right there, buddy. Do you think maybe that like a, uh, referees in a football game, if if the if the penalty is egregious enough that. Uh, that maybe tar and feather would be the right thing, and 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 if you did that, would you tar and feather the coach? Who 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 pays the price? For uh, well, I don't know. Mistakes? I don't know if that would be an okay punishment, but I tell you, if it were an uh, an opportunity uh, that or an option that Houston Astros would have maybe not cheated as right. badly. Right, great great example. It's up you to Rob Manfred. On trash can, banging on that trash can lid would have led uh, directly to the tar pit. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not choosing the punishments. I just want to choose the options for punishment. How about how about the previous RSL coach that had some behavioral issues Oof. that uh, escalated to a level that uh, was his uh, eventual eventual downfall? If he had seen someone else get tarred and feathered, <laughs> then maybe he would have thought better about his own behavior. And I'm not a judge. I don't want to be a judge. All right. Who just what other, be, it should be an option. Yes. What other what other sports figures uh, do you think that option should exist for? Oh man, that's 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 interesting. Dick Bavetta. You, you could go a lot of different ways. <laughs> Dick uh, <Bavetta>. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and, and <laughs> Dick Bavetta. You sure good, that was a shot that, clock violation? That is a good answer. That is a good answer right there. Well, if you would ask jazz fans back in the day, that probably would have been a popular one. A, a few different, you know, uh, do it to a couple of different referees. Really send a, a strong, <laughs> strong message. Call it the Joe West rule, uh, in fact. I don't... <laughs> oh, what Pete a terrible Rose? topic. All right. Did Pete, did Pete Rose deserve a little tar and feather? In my opinion, he did. <laughs> How, uh, how, about, how, about, how about Tom Brady for the de or deflating the ball? Oh, yeah. oh 100%. Twice. Think of the children. <laughs> Isn't Pete, guys, don't you see Pete Rose? You guys Rose? are hanging judges, man. You're horrible. Every every time you, you see Pete Rose on TV or something, don't you think to yourself, how annoying is this guy? Spent decades, decades saying, man, I did not bet on baseball. I can't believe they kicked me out of the league. I did not do this. He said that for decades, and then one fall day a random day in like 04 he's like well yeah i did it i yeah yeah i did all that so can i come to the all-star game yeah right can i come to the, can i come be interviewed by jim gray you know don't you just think kyle you're annoying so you think maybe lance armstrong fits into that category totally fits into that category all right who else who else real quick come on who else? Who are we forgetting here? Well, let me think. Let me think. Gotta, gotta, gotta. We'll, we'll ponder what is a tar and featherable uh, offense. In, because uh, you know in, we don't want to take it too serious, Jake. Because I mean, there are cer certain sports figures who did really horrible things. See, now he's on uh, board with the policy. Well, I'm, I'm just sort of he's trying like, to play yeah, there are here. some examples hey, out there. I don't want to tar and feather anyone. It's just, uh, <laughs> oh, come I'm on, live sure. a little. Will you pull that for a drop right <laughs> yes. there? The I don't want to tar and feather anyone. <laughs> Please. Soft on crime. <laughs> you guys, you are mean, mean machines. Spoken like someone uh, who goes 80 miles an hour in residential. Right, yep. Here's Jeff. I do not. I would never do that. Jeff on Twitter could 
tarring and feathering be classified as a teachable moment? Yes. <laughs> a teachable moment we're correcting Uh-oh. we're crea- correcting bad behavior that's what we're you doing don't think, you don't think torn feathering would become part of the byu honor code do you no no no, no. we're talking uh we're, we're we're just talking law and land here that's all okay reasonable yeah we're, we're just talking about <laughs> hey we'll put it at statewide laws we'll start at the state and then we'll we'll move there to federal laws uh hopefully we get there Speaking of All correcting right. something bad, wow. let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now, he's our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. And uh, Andrew, you are you're you're fi- fixing something that's bad, and that uh, you're helping a lot of uh, people with uh, with their lives, really. Yeah, we are. Erectile dysfunction, um, you know, it obviously affects us in the bedroom. It affects the significant other, but it also affects our life. And this is talking about getting your life back. If you're out there struggling. With ED, you got to know by now that this technology is helping so many guys. It opens up and regrows blood vessels. And the clinical studies, which I know, Jake, we've talked about uh, quite a bit on the show, but they continue to pour in. And one study that came out in the last couple weeks, what's interesting is it took a bunch of guys, I think 220, that had erectile dysfunction and that the pills were not working on. So, probably severe erectile dysfunction or guys with health conditions where Viagra didn't even work at all. And it put them through our treatments. And at the end of it, it says all men experienced an increase in blood flow, which I thought was significant. This technology works. It can eliminate erectile dysfunction and we do it without any pills. You know, I, I get why there are a lot of studies in that, that they're looking into it because the, the treatment is just so much better than the alternative. It is. Uh, a treatment is 10 minutes. It's placed on the skin. You might come in and do a few of these over a couple of weeks. That's pretty easy compared to a lifelong prison sentence of pills. Think of two to three weeks from now, guys. You can notice the improvement in blood flow, eliminate the ED, get rid of the pills, and get the relationship back on track. We have to remember that erectile dysfunction affects two people. It's not just the man. There's somebody else in this picture and it benefits both people. All right, 801-901-8000 is the number to call. Get on the schedule, and you always do a lot for our listeners, right, Andrew? We do. We give away hundreds of dollars in value when we come on. So call us now if you want to put a stop to the ED. The assessment, the exam is free. We're including uh, this special gift that so far across thousands of patients, I've never seen it fail. It produces instant results in the bedroom. And we also recently added free testosterone for new patients, which is a lot of value. Call us now. It's all free. 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. All right. We'll have more Big Show coming up next. We're going to talk a little BYU football. We also have some NBA on the, on the agenda today as well. In fact, here's today's guest schedule. Uh, Riley Nelson is going to join the show coming up at 3. Christian Cox will join the show coming up at four, and David Locke will join the show coming up at five. So uh, we got a lot. We got a lot on uh, on tap for today, Gordon. All right, we'll have more next. 97.5 and 1280 the zone. So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. You're listening to the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the day today is Fleetwood Mac, selected by kind of all of us, and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. For the latest tour news and artist insight, go to livenation.com. Austin brought up the fun fact during the break that Fleetwood Mac has the number one song in the country right now. And this is it. This because is the of, one, yeah. uh, Because of that video with the guy drinking the cranberry juice? 
Yeah, do you know, and the story behind it? What's the story behind it? He got a flat tire, needed to make it to work on time, and had his longboard in the back of his car or truck or whatever. Pulled out his longboard and rode the way, rest of the way to work, and then thought, you know, I'm going to just video myself singing to my favorite song while drinking my cranberry juice. And now Ocean Spray has given him a lifetime supply of Ocean Spray cranberry wow. juice. That's pretty amazing. Crank that up for a second. Listen to the, listen to the beat on this. Not like the drums lead this song, man. I love that. Pretty good stuff. Easy listening. Certainly. And, and besides, uh, what's that? Stevie Nicks. She uh, she went to school here in Utah. Yes, I I think she went to East. I always hear different schools. So I I hear people say Skyline too, but I think it's East. I'm not sure. Anyway. Famous Salt Lakers like uh, Roseanne Barr. Says Judge. Is it Judge? In the Tribune. Oh, we're both wrong. How about that? Judge. Judge? Was it Judge, really? Judge is kind of by East. Yeah, could be. Hmm. Uh, I wonder if she listens to the show. Doubt it. She would easily well, replace yeah, the, the guy, guy who was, who was on the, the news. news. <laughs> yeah, She would easily replace him. As the uh, <laughs> as the most famous listener to the big show. Maybe By the we'll... way, l- listen to what you guys have done. All right, listen. Just listen to this. All right, Roxy he tweets in taking up three parking spots with her pretentious porch, as he writes it without the e. I saw that is definitely a tar and feathering offense. Parking stall lines are merely suggestions. I only have one Porsche. <laughs> I love that one. Absolutely love that one. You know, the uh, most painful part of that whole thing is my mispronouncing it. Uh, so it's it's just hard for me to hear. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We have more tweets coming in. Let's get to uh, something productive here, Gordon. Let's talk a little bit about uh, BYU football and, in specific, Zach Wilson, who if you go to uh, Yahoo Sports, Pete Thamel, who uh, who writes for Yahoo, who's covered college football forever. He was actually on with DJ and PK this morning, uh, if you want to check that out at uh, 1280thezone.com, but wrote a, uh, a long piece about uh, Zach Wilson and his, uh, his whole story. Now, the, the, it didn't have any, like, real new, new information. I mean, if you were a follower of BYU football, you probably knew uh, most of this. But one part that jumped out to me that I found interesting, uh, Gordon was during his uh, recruitment story and he had committed to Boise State but ended up at, uh, at BYU. Mike Wilson, Zach's dad, uh, told the story, basically uh, told what Kalani said uh, to him. Uh, Kalani said, I want to offer Zach. I should have a long time ago and I didn't. I'm sorry. Hmm. I thought that was, nice. I thought that was pretty, I thought that was pretty interesting. And how, um, that part of the story where Kalani did that himself because he had fired his offensive staff, and so Kalani himself went to the Wilson family and picked up that recruit, uh, the recruiting, um, not even knowing who the coordinator was going to be, and I and I thought uh, I thought that was interesting because of course Ty Detmer had recruited his nephew Zadok Dinkelman, and. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, that went out the window, and they, uh, they, Kalani himself recruited Zach Wilson. I thought that was really interesting. I should have, uh, uh, I should have recruited him a long time ago. I'm sorry. Hmm. Yeah, nice touch there. A real bit of honesty. And uh, I know that when BYU, whichever coaches were there, were very excited about landing Zach Wilson. Yeah, and and he took off, uh, you know, almost immediately. And he's he's playing terrifically well right now, and he's getting a ton a ton of national attention. And I thought your take the other day, where you uh, basically threw out a ninety percent number that you thought he would uh, this would be his last year or his last season at at BYU. I thought that was a really strong take. And with this with this attention, and if he continues to play well, you know, uh, man, it tough it'd be tough to see him coming back. I mean, he's, he's, he's sharing split-screen coverage on national college football games with Trevor Lawrence. And getting uh, getting commentary from uh, Patrick Mahomes. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, it, you know, I, I'm, leaning, I'm leaning more and more your way, Gordon. This might be, we might enjoy watching Zach Wilson play football at BYU right now because he might not be at BYU much longer. Well, there's a couple things at play here. The first is... 
remember how we used to uh, people when guys left early, especially fans of whatever school it was, they'd get a little angry at that. They wanted someone to stick around, obviously, if he's so good. And how often do you get that? And uh, but but now it just seems so plain that if you have an opportunity to go to 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 you know be a high draft pick and to play in the league that's your dream, it's been your dream for a long time to play in the NFL, and you get that opportunity, why don't why wouldn't you take it? And I understand the value of a degree, and but but you'll have you'll have options to go back and finish up. Uh, already most of these guys are thinking mostly about football. You know, that's what's on their mind anyway. And, again, I don't want to diminish the importance of a degree, but once you have a certain amount of resources, then you can go back and get your degree if that's really important to you, and it's not going to be that difficult for you to do. So that that's the one thing. The other thing is what we talked about yesterday, Jake, and that is – and I've heard some of, the, uh, some of the other guys on the other shows have talked about it as well. Zach Wilson is getting all this love for actually just creaming teams that suck, that aren't that good. And so it brings back the whole idea of what is BYU doing? They've been going out and trying to beat all these teams, you know, P5 teams uh, from, you know, all over the place. And they haven't been good enough to really compete. And I don't know what they would be this year if they had their original schedule. But they wouldn't be undefeated. And I don't think they'd be getting the same love they're getting right now. And if that's true, Zach Wilson's getting the love. He's one of the favorites for the Heisman, not the favorite. And the favorite is far ahead of, not that, you know, he's really there. But but he's being mentioned. He's having these features written about him. He's, he's being proclaimed as, as, as a, a, a fine prospect for the NFL. If this is all true and you're the 12th-ranked team in the country, then should BYU go back and rethink their whole philosophy and independence of playing as tough a teams as they can schedule? And I understand what you said yesterday, Jake, about how the fans need, should be rewarded uh, to have interesting games to watch. But then that brings up the age-old question, are fans more switched on now having them be undefeated and beating relatively crappy teams than they would be if they were 3-2 and two or 4-1 and one or, or worse right now playing a more difficult schedule? They certainly wouldn't be getting the attention that they're getting now. I think fans would be uh, more turned on by the interesting matchups. BYU fans aren't interested in Texas State. Now they're they're but they love their team right now. And right, they're and talking they, about their team. Would they be talking about this team if it if it had a couple losses? Well, certainly not to this particular schedule. But what if he went out and and diced up Mizzou? You know, uh, there's sorry, another end of that too, true. where he really could have cemented himself if he goes out and beats up on those teams. So, you know, I, I, uh, I, if BYU scheduled a patty cake schedule. Why not just go back to a conference at that point? Well, that's my point. Why don't you it, go? Why don't you go back to a conference? Because the only thing interesting about independence, honestly, the only thing interesting about independence is that you play big name schools once in a while. That's it. Except for the fact that they're ranked twelfth in the country right now. That's pretty interesting to BYU fans. But it's it's just it's not tangible. It's not great. Pete Thamel wrote a, a column about Zach Wilson. Terrific. BYU wants to to watch their their team be the best it could be. That's the point of being a fan, not to uh, catch the attention of uh, Yahoo Sports. Yeah, but if if you if you apply that same logic to BYU's national championship team, that team would have would not have been undefeated had it been playing in a major conference or been playing a very difficult schedule. I they, they, they squeaked by playing the schedule that they played, and they still won their national championship. And, okay, so you just wiped out BYU's finest moment because it wouldn't have happened. Oh, well, I didn't vote in that poll, Gordon. I was three years old. I don't know. But it's the same It's the same thought process. You, you can bag on BYU's national championship if you want. I'm not, I, that, that's I, I not my point. I don't. That's not my point. My point is the exact opposite, that if you, if you schedule – difficult teams then you're not going to go undefeated 
And if BYU had not gone undefeated that year, they wouldn't have their national championship. And so the question then becomes, even in independence, is it okay to schedule soft so that you have undefeated teams? Here's my argument against it. I think it's somewhat novel this year, but I wonder if year after year after year of it, uh, folks would pay less attention to it. Can I uh, bring up something uh, related real quick? But uh, can I uh, get your your help, Austin's as well, and our listeners? So there, there's these narratives with players that get a lot of national attention that that we hear over and over and over again, right? Because they're introducing these players to a new audience every single night. So we all hear them on TV and we read about them and when whenever they get national coverage. But the first sentence in this Pete Thamel piece is. Zach Wilson grew up going to Utah games with his father. So Zach Wilson being a Ute fan is is one we hear with him uh, every single broadcast. The John Beck thing has become that, right, where we hear that over and over and over again. What uh, what are your favorite, I uh, guess, what, what, what will we call this, Gordon? Repetitive national narratives of all time here locally. Does Matt Harpering played high school football count? That absolutely counts. That's up there. Yeah, that's that's one hundred. How about how about, how about this Jimmer? Necessary. Go ahead. Jimmer played basketball at uh, grew up playing basketball at prison. Okay. Remember that one? <laughs> yes. Where, and uh, where he's also he's also, he's was, also bouncing the bouncing the basketball down the hallway at the church. Yeah. Yeah. Did TJ taking him to the prison though. I I really like that one because TJ was involved. I have or, a or, or even his brother TJ is a rapper. Remember that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. I have a not sports one. Okay. That just drives me absolutely crazy. I know the Beach Boys wrote a song about Salt Lake. I got it. That one bugs you. I know, and it was on twelve eighty a.m. Was the radio yeah, station? I got it. Why, did, why does that? Why does that bother you? Because every time we play a Beach Boys song on this we station, someone says that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that can sure. So what's your what's our our favorite repetitive national narrative ever? I have uh, a I have a least favorite. Okay. Uh, that would that would be every time BYU is good, people talk about the age of the players. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but nobody ever talks about the age of the players when BYU is not good. Okay, that one comes up all the time. That's, That's a good one. one. Comes up all the time. And the problem with that one is at least Austin gets bugged by the Beach Boys song and all that. At least that's true. This other thing, it, yeah, okay, they're older, but it's not an advantage. It's <laughs> it's something different. Is there so, one, is there one about Donovan Mitchell? He played high school baseball. Is that become uh, that that's yet? That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, we 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 ended one this year right here on this show. Okay, the Pizza Hut poisoning. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. We did. We did one. our part. We did the. Yeah, we ended the flu game. Yeah, yes, we did. <laughs> hey, props to us. We're, we're making progress. Shout out to us on that. Okay, Michael Jordan. I'm sure had a bunch of them. Oh, 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 the Michael Jordan one that bugs me the most is that he got cut from his high school basketball team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like a freshman, and, and they put him on the JV team, and somehow yeah. that, that turned into, can you believe some lunatic cut Michael Jordan from his high school team? <laughs> well, yeah. if he was cut from his high school team, how did he end up at North Carolina playing from Dean Smith? <laughs> Uh, so that one, that one, I I don't like that one. I've got to admit, um, but I bet Michael Jordan had a ton of uh, a ton of them. Matt Harpring played high school football. Might might take it though. That might be the number one. It's it's mm. annoying. I wonder. You know, Matt Harpring hasn't played for a while. I wonder. I I wonder if uh, the younger folks really appreciate just how much that came up. It was all. It was all every game, the time, every time he checked, every time he had a foul call. What are you well, talking he played about? High school there, football. There are people right now that are saying Matt Harpring played high school football. <laughs> I know. I know. Every well, because Matt was a physical player, and so he, every every time he was caught on camera doing something physical, well, you know, that's a high school former high school football player's uh, mentality, right he's there. He's got a football background. Did you know that? That comes from two days in the hot Georgia sun. <laughs> that's a, that might be the best one. I wonder, our listeners out there, 
at Jake Scott's own, at Austin Horton, at Gordon Monson. The uh, best repetitive national narrative. I don't, I don't feel like I'm describing that well, but people know what we're talking about, right? Yeah. How about Stockton and Malone? What fits those two, either individually or together? Jim Boylan had one along those lines this last year, Gordon, where someone asked him for a scouting report on the Utah Jazz, and he essentially just rattled off the old pick and roll, pound the clock, uh, the time off the clock type ball that they used to play. How about about for for Stockton? His dad owned the saloon. Yes. uh, Yes. And how about for Carl? He had a semi truck trailer thing. (laughs) Remember that? That came up all the time. He couldn't be there couldn't be a national jazz broadcast without a picture of smiling Carl standing in front of his rig. <laughs> smiling Carl. <laughs> he also bagged the cougar back in the day. Wow. So I I wonder if there are more obvious ones for those two that we're just forgetting. Open mic them. Yeah, send in the open mics. Uh, you can get on the Zone Sports Network app, go to the open mic feature, record up to 15 seconds of audio, and send it uh, to Austin right here in the studio. Uh, repetitive national uh, narratives. What are your favorites? We'll get to uh, more coming up next. Don't forget, Riley Nelson will uh, will join us at 3. He's gritty. Oh, the, the, the Riley, definitely. Oh, his, his defection from Utah State, <laughs> I would say, was Riley's. They've a rule after him. You know, he got carried off. Uh, he got hoisted onto the shoulders of his Aggie <laughs> teammates when he was a freshman before his mission. Hoisted. Hoisted. He did, he did right? But he's not a kicker. Right? Utah State won their first game in like 30 years, and they did they hoist. Because remember, Riley had that the long haircut, you know? He had kind of mm-hmm. the shaggy hair. Mm-hmm. Remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. That was hoisting, and it wasn't a kicker. All right, I'm not, we're not going backwards. We're, I think I think we did settle that whole hoisting of the kicker. We should thing, ask you know? Riley about the hoisting. What's Why it feel not? Like? We've got a lot to talk to Riley about actually today. What's it feel like to get hoisted? <laughs> it's an honor that few enjoy. Have and, you never and, been and, hoisted? And, and few, few kickers, if any. Uh, I was hoisted once. Oh, stop it! All right, we'll have more coming up next. Ninety-seven five and twelve eighty of the zone. In every article ever written up until Steve Young went to the Hall of Fame, they mentioned that he was the third great-grandson of Brigham Young. Enough already. <laughs> That's a good one. Welcome back. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Repetitive about, national uh, narratives yeah, on local Rick, figures. Rick Majerus living in a hotel. Yeah, we, we were, we were kind of trying to come up with more uh, during the break. Majerus Hotel is a good one. Because that got brought up a lot. Yeah, did. did anything else uh, re- repeatedly get brought up with Majerus? The sweater uh, he kept, thing? He, he kept a basketball in his car. Uh, I didn't know that. I've never heard that before. No. Uh, yeah, that was mentioned quite a bit. Oh, man. So anyway, uh, let us know. At Jake Scott's own, at, uh, at Gordon Monson. Uh, I don't know if we can do better than Matt Harpering played football. That might be that might be the answer. Although Zach Wilson grew, growing up a Ute fan is is getting there for me. That's that's a lot. What what about you're either a Ute fan or a BYU fan out in Utah? Is that something that the national oh, people about the... lob onto? Like there's no in between. You're either a Ute or a Cougar out in Utah. Yeah, we get that a lot. Every house divided against another yeah. house. There's that that rep, <laughs> but that's kind of true too. No, it is not. There's a so many people in the true. state that don't care about that. Yeah, no, there's a lot that, that do. Yeah, I'd say the majority do. <laughs> there's, there's a lot that there's a lot that do. I think it's part of what makes the rivalry so great is because it's so intertwined. But yeah, there's and there's 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 not a lot in the middle. Of course not. Well, I guess there's. Did you guys know that Kyle Whittingham played at BYU? That that's the one for wit, right? Because we can all see the picture in our mind of his like team picture when he's in his stance or whatever. Yeah, that 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 comes up a lot. (laughs) So anyway, uh, let us know at uh, Gordon Monson. At Jake Scott's own, because all the 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 Beck one is driving me bananas. Though that one, he drove. Oh, yeah. 30 hours. <laughs> he looped California three times in half a day to get five minutes of uh, John Beck's advice. 
<laughs> drove drove down there for 10 hours and uh, had lunch and drove home. Yeah. John, <laughs> John, getting old. John Beck flew to Miami just to make Zach Wilson drive further. <laughs> do you really want it, kid? How badly? Really, how badly do you want it? He uh, he drove. I'll be on he, the summit yeah, of that Everest. in the that in the picture with Drew Brees now. You know, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That one's. Uh, Did Taysom Hill have here. one? I feel like he he probably had one. He, right? he had a uh, recruited to Stanford, or, Jake. He, yeah, he had a job lined up on a Wall Street firm. Oh or yeah, that yep, yeah. that was one. Or his bench. Remember, they'd always throw out his lifting his lifting numbers. You know this. Do you know John uh, Jim Harbaugh signed him in high school? Oh, that's a good one. Did you uh, know that this quarterback Pocadilla, can Pocatello. bench press an uh, an Oldsmobile? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, there's there's got to be some really good ones that we're missing. There there absolutely just has to be. Steve Young, uh, his mom running out on the field. I told that story recently to uh, protect him from getting hit in junior football. I feel like Jimmer had a few more. Oh, didn't didn't Kevin Durant's tweet become that with Jimmer? Best scorer in the world. Yeah, yeah. Where every broadcast, you, you oh, know, yeah. Kevin Durant said that Jimmer was the best scorer <laughs> on the planet. I kind of started to get a little that way with the Rudy and Donovan rift reports. That oh, were yeah, yeah, yeah. All the rave for right. a couple of weeks nationally. Yeah, does Rudy have one? He boxed as a kid. He was a boxer. We don't hear that that much, though. I'll bet Locke brings it up today at five. Well, Locke brings it up, but I don't know. if uh, The fact that he's French, I don't think that really counts, but that gets talked about a lot. Well, the one that... Oh, was, Rudy, sorry, what the, is 27. That's the one I was just going to say. Oh, yep. did I steal your thunder? No, My no, bad. no, no, that's fine, because he picked... You know why he wears number 27, yeah. don't you? Yeah, that's that's the one with Rudy for sure. Did you know that Matt Harpring played football? <laughs> Boy, what a, a, a strong pick from Matt Harpring there. You know, uh, did you know that he played high school football? You really could see it in his uh, toughness and his mentality. Yep, exactly. Did you see Matt Harpring body slam Kamar- uh, Carmelo Anthony out there? Boy, he learned that playing football. You don't mess with Matt Harpring. He played <laughs> high school football. <laughs> Tough nose. Uh, let's see here. Will, the social distancer, says the Lavelle Edwards developed and fine-tuned the West Coast offense. Yeah, QBU, so to speak. Uh, uh-huh. well, <laughs> Steve says uh-huh. Masha gives Andre a free pass. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and did you see his dragon tattoo? Oh, oh yeah. That... Pass. We haven't oh. had a laugh about that forever. Oh, that was one of my favorite days oh, when, the, when that story broke. It was kind of like all of us went, oh, what? Wait, what now? <laughs> and I could just see every husband in Utah reading that story to it, to their wives, you know. Hey, look at this. Did you see that Andre, is, uh, his wife gives him one free pass every year? What do you think of that, honey? Uh, would you, if Lisa said, uh, go for it, would you take advantage? No. Well, it kind of, it kind of sounded like the the thought interests you. There. What if Jennifer Conley was single? Yeah. Oh, it's just something that uh, you don't hear a wife say very often, which thereby made it extraordinary. Oh, I see. Which I thereby see. made it newsworthy. Because it sounded like you were you were figuring out a way to troll the concept by your wife. So I just I'm glad you no, cleared I that. Did. up. I'm just saying that that's what every husband in Utah did. Uh-huh. Uh, Ute fan man tweets in, did you know that Andy Phillips was on the U.S. ski team? No way. <laughs> Stop it. That's a good one. That is a, that's a really good one. Uh, let's see. Matt Matt here says, did you know BYU has a lot of married players and they are older than most collegiate athletes? Gordon <laughs> Gordon brought that one up uh, in the last second. The starting center has two kids and he's 23 <laughs> and he's know? a freshman. <laughs> that this linebacker voted for Nixon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I heard that one. A whole they went on fast. mission trips. <laughs> <laughs> the free yeah. pass did that really get used all that much on broadcasts on national broadcasts? I can't, I can't see AK with the and one. Speaking of AK and and ones, <laughs> yeah, I can't see Kevin Harlan being like, 
you, you know, uh, Andre gets uh, one free pass a year from his wife. I Says wonder. here he enjoys painting, <laughs> poetry, and oh, another tidbit. Well, he shoots this free throw. I wonder who he selected this year. <laughs> I w- was it also along those same lines that his wife uh, was a uh, was a pop singer in Russia? Oh, per- yes. There's Absolutely. a lot of Karolinka Yeah, ones. there are a lot yeah. of Karolinka ones. That's a really good one. And he read a lot of books in the locker room. Let's see. Was there a Gordon Hayward one? He got a nice haircut. They even did a whole. Oh, Gordon Hayward as a tennis player, maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And his twin and sister. And his twin sister. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or his oh, his. Uh, the, do you remember the interview? <laughs> do you remember the interview Steve Brown did with uh, with uh, his mom and and aunt? I think right. Yeah, I believe it was <laughs> classic. Love. Hey, Shout guys, out to Steve you, Brown. Hope he's watching. Yeah, guys, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Here, here. Did you guys know that Mike Conley has a basketball court attached to his house? Did that see? Did that get brought up in the bubble a lot? I, I, admittedly, during the whole bubble experience, I, I uh, dialed in our radio broadcast, so I didn't catch what the national announcers were saying. Do you about. know Mike Conley's never been selected to an All Star game? Uh, that or uh, or the team, the teammate awards that he constantly wins. Yep, always the the community teammate. Yeah, award, yeah. man yeah. of the well, year. So that is pretty amazing that he's gotten that award multiple times. Why? He seems like a good guy. No, <laughs> no, I don't amazing. mean. No, I it's just <laughs> how does that a, one, how does a jerk like that <laughs> that one player would win that one player would win that repeatedly is unusual. <laughs> Gordon made it completely complimentary. Hammering, you, you hammering, compl- Mike Conley. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He's saying that's How? such an accomplishment to have all those. And How Jake's... could that guy win multiple teammate of the year? No, who else has won? Who would have thunk one? it? Who I else have, has won more I than one? I have no idea who else has won that award ever. And that well, it's is just that interesting is the that point. you would take that angle, Mister Negativity. But that is oh, the yeah. point of what we're talking about. Is is that nobody, nobody, who won it this year, Gordon? I didn't even know the award existed until Mike Conley <laughs> came into my life, and and uh, now he's he's won. Did you know that he's won two? <laughs> Did he win the Lady Bing Trophy or something? Wait, that's, the, am, that's, the um, NA, that's the NHL. I am amazed that he's won that multiple times. No, I just haven't heard. You think that that's a that that would be an award that they would pass around, not repeat the same guy over and over again? Oh man, Riley Nelson is going to join the show coming the up plucky next. Lucky one, ninety-seven-five and twelve-eighty of the zone.